Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here. Welcome to another edition of Full Measure After Hours. Today, why it's so important to break ourselves from our Chinese chip addiction. I went all the way to Germany to profile a major movement. It has to do with our unhealthy addiction to Chinese chips. And by that, I mean computer chips. We need and use them every day in our cars, our smartphones, all kinds of devices. And the supply chain problems revealed during the COVID shutdowns, they exposed our unwise reliance on an adversary for something so important. Sunday on Full Measure, that's November 13th, I'll have my full report on this topic. It turns out that about 80% of these crucial chips are made in China, about 10% in Europe, and about 10% in the U.S. Now, Taiwan, which is considered a Chinese region, makes two-thirds of the global supply. With current tensions between Taiwan and China, China controlling the island chain of Taiwan, the chip-making imbalance poses national defense concerns here. Anyway, I went to Dresden, Germany to visit a region known as Silicon Saxony, where they're ramping up things in a big way. First, we'll hear from Thomas Krolinski, Saxony State Secretary for Economic Affairs. Can you characterize how active things are in terms of the tech industry in Saxony now? What's happening right now? We are um, like a rather small state, but we have a very active scene when it comes to technology. We have like, we call it Silicon Saxony. And it comes actually already from the communist East German uh, times where we had productions and development of semiconductors here as well. This was sort of the base for everything what came like in the last 30 years. Um, I mean, we live in a very sort of um, challenging times. Um, We have to readjust the way we live, the way we work, the the way we drive, the way we learn, um, because everything has to do with um, um, digitalization and it has to do um, with reducing um, our footprint, our climate footprint. Um, and in order to do it, in order to adjust to climate change, um, we have to think about new industries uh, like um, like uh, mobility, like batteries, like renewable energies. And for all this, you need semiconductors. So to have here in Dresden a scene or a branch which centers around technology and microelectronic is a cornerstone for everything else what is there in the modern world. And we are very proud to have it here. 
and we take care of it. I'm under the impression there's a lot of expansion of production going on in terms of microprocessing chips and this sort of high-tech business. Is there a great deal of expansion and building going on now in that arena? Um, we, we had in the last couple of years already some expansion, for example, Bosch, which is like the newest um, production site we have. Um, but all of the... Um, all of the firms are thinking or on the way of thinking of expanding their um, facilities. We had Intel that uh, just decided not to come to Dresden, but to Magdeburg, which is just like 200 kilometers uh, away from here. Um, and all of them um, are thinking about expanding their production uh, because we need more chips. And I think Europe is thinking more about being sovereign uh, when it comes to producing chips. We have about um, one third of the European production of chips here in Dresden, which is quite a lot. But on a worldwide scale, it's not too much. And it can be more. What does it mean to Saxony in particular to have more focus on chip building capacity in this area, more attention and more expansion of it? Um, it means that we have to um, look after our universities. We have a very good, like, elite, sort of elite university, technical university here in Dresden, which is very important for the tech industry. Um, we have to have a focus in research and development. That means we look after, um, as a state, we also look after their needs and we try to build or support networks um, within, the, uh, within the community. Um, Silicon Saxony is a network in itself, but um, we are sort of a part of it. And we also look and try to support um, enterprises, firms, little, small, um, small and medium uh, enterprises in particular, um, that they can develop as well. And sometimes they need a little support when it comes to research development and these kind of things. What sorts of things is the state doing to try to attract more business? Are they giving incentives and tax breaks, things like that? We do indeed give incentives. We um, take care about developing infrastructure when it comes, for example, to roads or the water supply, electricity supply. Um, we try to speed up everything that has um, to do with administration. Um, we also try to help or to build an environment that people come here um, in order that they like the area, they like the city. Um, I mean, this is also important today and um, the state um, is playing an important role as well. Next, Intel's Big Germany Initiative. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Now we will hear from Monica Lischke in Berlin. She is with Chipmaker Intel. Can you explain what a semiconductor is or what is a chip and why it's yeah. so important? Um, a chip is like a very small component, usually we're embedded in a different system. I think the most uh, prominent example is like a PC or a notebook where you often also have the sticker in, Intel inside. And it's basically the brain of the overall device, but we're also like in um, data centers, like the big servers, we're in cars, we're in um, household goods. So it's like, it's, it's a very big, big range of products, but everything that's kind of technical helps um, to push further digitalization. Um, there's a chip in it, and the likelihood that's an Intel chip is fairly high, and you can think of it as like the brain of the device. And can you just for context, in a very short, simple form, if possible, explain mm -hmm. why are we so why are we so short on chips now? What happened? Um, so the pandemic um, happened, um, and it's always hard to forecast the needs, what you um, really need. Sorry, it's always hard to predict a forecast. And when like the pandemic started, spending went down, people didn't buy new cars or anything like that. And then um, when things opened up again, there was like a huge splurge in spending. Um, and this is what the, the um, economy didn't, didn't expect. Um, when it comes to car, like people started to buy more cars because they wanted to avoid public transportation. So there was like a huge um, uptake in, in car manufacturing and um, they hadn't planned for it, so this kind of made uh, made it difficult then to supply supply the demand um, as it was not necessarily forecasted. The Chips Act recently passed in the United States. Is there anything in the Chips Act in the United States that benefits or will help Intel in terms of producing more chips or producing more products in the United States? So we are heavily investing. Um, so we're heavily investing in the United States and also in Europe. European Union um, and of course it helps us to have like um, strong government support and backing um, but the CHIPS Act, the US CHIPS Act um, is for the overall industry so it's really important not just for us but the overall industry um, and also the whole ecosystem which is like kind of surrounding the semiconductor industry um, to foster it, um, to to support it financially um, in certain in certain way um, because it's, it's an important device or it's an important part um, because everything becomes more digital so this means we will be needing further and further and more and more um, chips in the future. Would you say that there has been an over-reliance in terms of what was wise economically an over-reliance on chips made in Asia? Well we 
we've seen a um, unbalance in in the glo uh, global supply chain. So um, currently, it's like eighty percent is being produced in Asia, and twenty percent it's like the split between United States and um, the European Union. So it's eighty twenty. So our long term goal um, as within the industry is to kind of come to fifty fifty. So fifty percent Asia and fifty percent then between um, the United States and the European Union. Uh, also, the European Union they have very ambitious goal to double their chip production until 2030 from currently around 9-10% to 20%. So the government like here in, in the European Union and also in the United States understand how important semiconductors are um, and want to make sure that these um, small little processors are being um, also manufactured in the European Union and the United States. In hindsight, nobody expected the chip shortage, but was there something that we can do now to ensure that's not likely to happen again? This is why we are investing. So these are like these heavy, heavy investments. We're talking billions and billions of investments we're making. So one part is like with um, a new site in Ohio. Um, that's the first Intel site, manufacturing sites within 40 years. Um, we're already also um, investing in expanding an existing uh, manufacturing sites like in Oregon, in New Mexico, or in Arizona. And when it comes to the European Union, we already have like a big manufacturing site in Ireland. Um, this is being currently expanded. And then the other one is in Magdeburg in Germany, which is a greenfield site. So currently potatoes and wheat are growing there. And um, this is where we're planning to build a, build a mega fab. Like we in terms of Intel's growth, is this the biggest period of growth in some time? It's um, the biggest investments we've been we've been making. Um, so just for as an example, so the site in Magdeburg, the initial investment is 17 billion euros, which is roughly eight, uh, 20, 20 um, billion dollars. Um, and that's just one part of the overall, overall investment. So the Ohio investment is a similar number. And then also the expansion into the different sites um, um, it's usually 20, 40, 80, 80 billion. So roughly you can see like for for two modules um, of an Intel factory where chips are being manufactured, you could say it's an investment of $20 billion. So are you saying, is this the biggest single initiative Intel's had? Yeah. Okay. It is. All right. Anything else you want to add? Um, I was wondering, so I did talk to Daniel also mm -hmm. beforehand, like, um, I don't know if this is of any interest, like why Intel chose Magdeburg or why Intel chose yeah. Germany. I know it was a big surprise for many because we're just a, yeah, please, it's um, a very expensive yeah. <laughs> country to invest. It's not, so let's, it's let's not cheap. Yeah. Why, why Germany? Why okay. this area in particular when, it, when it's yeah, not uh, cheap? So um, all in all, we had like, um, when we made the announcement that we're going to invest in the European Union, we had like 60 to 80 um, applications and out of this, uh, out, uh, sorry, out of these 60, 80 um, applications, um, we chose Magdeburg. Magdeburg is the capital city of Saxony-Anhalt. It's not that far from Berlin. It's like one and a half hour train right away. Um, and the main three reasons were like it's people. So um, from the start, collaboration and communication was excellent. Um, there's a lot of excitement um, that we're coming. The second one was location. So um, we need huge space um, to build this factory. And the third one is infrastructure. So highways, waterways, and also like um, 
infrastructure around universities, research institutes, things things like that. Did um, these countries that were making a bid to get the factory um, promise accommodations or tax incentives or anything? Um, so that's like a whole package. Uh, so we have a very thorough application um, um, process where we looked into all these kind of different things. Is there enough housing? If not, what can be done? Um, is there enough water supply? Is there enough electricity? Things like that. Is it sustainable um, electricity or power sources? Um, so this, these things were part of the application process and like Magdeburg ticked all the, all the boxes. It's a wonderful city. Not only is Intel spending $20 billion to build a mega factory in Germany, it's making a similar investment in Ohio, its first new manufacturing site in 40 years, and Intel's expanding sites in Ireland, Oregon, New Mexico, and Arizona. My full report on all of this again is Sunday, November 13th. To find out how to watch in your area, you can go to CherylAxon.com and click the full measure tab. You'll see the TV listings for times and days. You can also go to fullmeasure.news on Sunday and watch it live at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time right there online or watch replays at fullmeasure.news just about any time afterward. If you like this podcast, I hope you'll share it and leave a great review as well as check out my other podcast, The Cheryl Ackeson Podcast. And I can't leave this week without reminding you to visit the Cheryl Ackeson store by going to CherylAckeson.com and clicking the store tab for products with cool slogans for independent thinkers. Slogans like, do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself, or I tested positive for critical thinking. It's time to start thinking about Christmas and the proceeds from sales at the Cheryl Atkinson store benefit independent journalism. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself. 